tundra of Kenya. Kenya, maybe you know, if you're that's in where the, the, it's home to. The, the Serengeti, somewhere yeah. in the African the savannah, haters, something the like haters, that. Yeah, yeah. We just talked about y'all haters, <laughs> but whatever. You know how but, they, but yeah, so, hate. Yeah, so we had to switch the style up, man. Change it to a sports format, but we still love giraffes, man. So every week I like to hit you with the giraffe fact. Jordan, can I hit him with the giraffe fact? Break them off something, Joe. Oh, I, I got a good giraffe fact for you. Did you know that there's a species of giraffe? The, the giant Arctic giraffe has tentacles that can reach over 36 meters in length. Tentacles? Yes, yes. A very unique subspecies of giraffe. Type of a chimera, like uh, chimera. <laughs> it's like a uh, Dr. Moreau experimentations man, over this here. Is getting a little crazy. <laughs> okay. Man. You know what? I just report the news. I don't hey, make it. Yeah. I, I especially hey, you know don't. They find. I don't make find, it. They find new species every day, especially in the water. Yeah, we know yeah. more about space than we know about what's in these waters. You hey, know what I'm saying? That's what I'm and saying. water giraffes is... <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. It's wild. You find new stuff every day. Hey, I yeah. just report the news. I do not make it or make it up prior to the show. <laughs> okay. All right. All well, right, now let's get back to... Let's get to some sports, man. All right, Joe. All, All right. right, well, you know, this is when we catch up with each other on what we've been watching this last week. Oh, yeah, we, we, yeah. Because, you know, we stay stream. Stay stream. You know it. You know it. So, uh, you know, this yeah. week, like most people, most... Americans, yeah, Americans. <laughs> we've, been, we had our, we've been having our eyes on the Olympics. The a Olympics, little bit, so, yeah, a little yeah. bit. You know, it, it's the beginning. To me, it don't really start till they hit the track. Yeah, that's when I stop. It's attention. like where are the sprinters at? Where are yeah, the sprinters yeah. at? You know, Let's and all the, this other stuff is nice, but it's like. But I like, like I like the track and field events that like we competed in when we ran track and field in high school. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. it, it's fun that like you know they have X game stuff here, three on three basketball now. You well, know, it's yeah. like, I don't understand. That's but fun. That's if fun. they have, if they have, I guess if they have sand volleyball. I guess why not have three on three basketball? Yeah. I don't know maybe that's Ice Cube with the big three thing. You know, he getting <laughs> some money on that. The IOC, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, like I said, I, I like when the track starts because we, we want. Do we want to see the world's best athletes? There we go. Let's start a yeah. track and field right there. That's all right. Well, the all right. Now stuff. I know the hundred hundred meter dash is coming up. What? Uh, it's going to start on the thirtieth, right? So that would be what Friday. Uh, Friday, Friday. Friday. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite? Uh, is is we all know Christian Coleman tested positive for yeah. some bad stuff. But Coleman would have been the favorite probably yeah. coming in here, depending what about, on. Uh, what's the kid from Florida State? Bracey. Uh, oh, Marvin Bracey? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forget. One ra- Yeah, he had a really good race in the season, but with him, it was like maybe an outlier race. I don't know if he'll yeah. carry that into the Olympics. Yeah, that was wind, wind aided or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I forget who. I, was that the race where he was with Bromel? Whoever, because he, he got second place but whoever beat him ran a really fast time yeah. and I think that's the kind of pace he set the pace right. I don't know if Bracey can do that every day right you know? on right yeah. on well you know I'm always looking out for them football players you know we gotta keep it connected. yeah Bracey yeah, yeah you know it's what I wanna kick say returner. he was like practice squad for the Colts for yeah. a little bit or something he's like that he's got some kick returns on his resume for Florida State right uh, yeah, yeah I believe some so TDs. I believe yeah, so yeah he got some you know? film yeah, yeah he got some film, got some so film. So shout out shout out to that see we tied that football into the Olympics you know what I'm saying now everybody's talking about Simone Biles so y'all can talk about Simone like to me it's like Hey, do what you want. You're the goat. You know, it's, it's like new normal. It's like you're, 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 she's you're, above reproach. Yeah. To me, it's like you're in gymnastics. You're like 40. So yeah. it's okay. Like, you know, that's no, right, she's above reproach. Y'all think it's special because the Olympics. I'm Simone Biles. It's Tuesday to me. And to, I wake and up and win gold like, medals. You yeah. know, some people would have said, why'd you even like, you know, and, it, and it's hindsight. It's 2020. Why would you even compete? But the alternate got the, pl- there's an alternate for a reason. Yeah. For a it's reason. Like, yeah. but, you know, it's, yeah. it is what it is. You know, shout out to Simone Biles. It's like, she's going to do great things like with her life, you know, yeah, yeah. post post gymnastics. Yeah. You know, I know she got that Uber Eats money. I'll be seeing them mm. commercials. Got that money. Is she with Jamie Foxx? I don't know. I heard I, that. I have somewhere. no clue. Yeah. I, I have no know. clue. Jamie Foxx, he'd be, I think that's definitely younger than his daughter. Oh, his yeah. Daughter, yeah. Daughter yeah. Back. yeah. But yeah. 
All right, so uh, let's let's talk a little. All right, let's not talk a little basketball. Let's talk a lot of a lot basketball. basketball. So we are the draft experts. So yeah, it's all, all things draft and draft yeah. related. Okay. So the NBA draft is this week, Joe. It's coming tomorrow. Yeah. Now everybody, you know, has their big four, mm-hmm. right? It pretty much in which, Cade Cunningham's everybody's number one. Yeah, yeah. Right. And if and if you say something different, then you're lying, right? I guess so. Yeah. Well, I, I, everybody zigs so I zag sometimes. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. Because to me, it, I, and I don't look at Cade Cunningham as a point guard like a lot of people do. To me, yeah. it's like just because you can handle the basketball doesn't mean you're a point guard. Like we said that about uh, Tyreek Evans when he came out. It's like everybody's like, oh, this point guard Tyreek Evans. No, just because he play point don't yeah. mean he is a point. Just because he, he, he got that smooth yeah. cross. Just because he got that smooth cross. Just because he got a nice crossover. Like yeah. to me, and, and it's turned more into like ball handling ability and ability to get in the lane is what a point guard is now more than it is actually distributing the ball. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's like you pick it's and like, choose your like, shots. This, it's like, no, LeBron is a point guard because he can pass the ball. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like people are point guards. It's like to me and Steph Curry, I guess it's like he blurred the line because, you know, we'd call, we'd call, people don't even call Allen Iverson a point guard, but they call Steph Curry a point guard. To me, they're the same position. Uh, I, 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 well, I guess Draymond did do a lot of the dis- distributing work in there. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I can see I put it. them I in the same it. class yeah. of combo guard. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and to me, Allen Iverson plus well, it's, it's to me, but I think Steph could go there and be that pass for a guy if he had to. Well, to me, Allen Iverson, he's just like, he can, but he won't. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's like, I just, I don't know if it's in Iverson's DNA. Not that he couldn't, but I don't think he would. He ran I everybody who's good out of, out of Philadelphia. And I can't envision the scenario where he's a pass for this guy where I can see Steph being the pass first guy, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, that's just a little, little if, shade, not, if we're not having the most though. devastating weapon in the history of professional sports, possibly. Yeah, you know, yeah. but he grew up with that line. He got to play on the finest courts across this great nation. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the man can ball, though. That's the man his, can ball, uh, the man his can jump ball. shot is his father's legacy. Yeah, yeah, you know, but to be smaller than his dad and be the player he is is, is oh, amazing yeah, yeah. to see for, out of Davidson. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, uh, who's your – do you want to rank those guys real quick as far as how do you have those four guys? Because to me, I actually have Jalen Suggs number two. Okay, really? Yeah, uh, Jalen mm. Green three and Evan Mobley number four. Uh, to me, Mobley is my number one out of those guys. Well, because I'm not the biggest Kate Cunningham guy. I think he's kept, he's riding the Luka wave a little bit. They're like, oh, you don't have to be ultra athletic on the wing yeah. to be a, a lead uh, ball handler type guy. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, is, is he Luka? Is that what y'all think? Because that's the only reason you drafted number one, if yeah. you think he's a top-tier guy. See, well, knowing to he, me, yeah. I think he's uh – I, I see more of a Tatum, Paul George type in him who was forced into a certain role because he was mm. advertised as such. Because okay. to me, I think even in high school, didn't he play at Mount Verde with Moses Moody and uh, and Scotty Barnes? Yeah, he, Scotty I know Barnes had more point guard skills. Than yeah, he is. I love Scotty Barnes. Well, there's players I, lo- I love. Scotty Barnes. Yeah. I love Jonathan Kuminga. Yeah. And Mobley is the only one of these consensus top four guys I would be mad if I passed on. Okay, because so if he hits, he's a if he hits, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. to me, he's better than James Wiseman who came out last year. Yeah, yeah, and, if, and that's the thing. If you're and but the game has changed mm. but I do think that he has the potential to be that stretch five you know like a like you know a, a better Christian Wood yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. Christian Wood's a baller you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. but to me it's like to have a better Christian Wood Christian Wood's already good really Christian, good uh, Christian Wood would really be helping this Christian Wood, a leveled up Christian Wood is an all-star yeah leveled up yeah, yeah. leveled up Christian Wood is an all-star like yeah. to me like I said I love Jonathan Kaminga we can go into that I think he well, could all right. get, yeah. well so you're saying alright list your four real quick in order and then we'll talk about who our number five is alright I probably Evan Mobley Jonathan Kaminga Scotty Barnes 
and then four can be and the King Cunningham four. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 weird. I know, but Kuminga, like I see you because he's I think from. You have an African bias, maybe. But I because it is the a little bit. But I'm 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 riding the honest wave. Can we ride the honest wave a little bit? He ain't six eleven like. Giannis. But he's from the gutter. He's from the gutter. Oh, gutter. Man, no, like no, no. That. But for, to have that type of game to be like to me, he has a very American game, and to know that his background from the Congo, I see the potential for him to be a player that has no weakness. But I really to me, do. it's like I just I saw him and Jalen Green play on the uh, G League uh, Ignite team. Yeah. And Jalen Green was far and away the better player out of those two. Now I'm not saying that that doesn't mean they can't get better. Yeah. But I just think that Jalen Green is definitely more NBA ready right now. And to me, Kaminga is a project to where it's like. He could be. I. I, I to me, it, it kind of reminds me of, of Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Uh, like I don't see. Like like I think he's a longer version. Like he's a longer version of the same type of guy. I think. No, so. to me, he's a better athlete. To me, personally, that's what everybody I see evaluating Kaminga is underrating his athleticism. The people they compare him to, I heard them comparing to like Danny Granger and uh, Jeff Green. I'm like, he's a different level athlete to me, mm-hmm. and also just a more natural jump shot. I see the natural jump shot. I see the natural handle. I see the natural passing ability. Do you see the natural pass? I do. I know? just think yeah. that on that Ignite team, it's a whole bunch of like, you know, like first year G leaguers. And I would just expect him to like take a bigger role on that team. And he didn't take as big a role as I would have yeah. liked. To okay. Be. And yeah, so he's not nearly as efficient as Jalen Green. Yeah. But points wise, he is close to 16 points. Jalen Green's 17 points with much better efficiency yeah. where you project Jalen like, Green. He's a microwave man in the G. Like, you know what I'm saying? He came up, like, he would come out there and he's going to get buckets. And I think he closed out a season with a 30 point game in yeah. the G League to where it's just like, all right, this, this man's ready now i'm not calling him kobe yeah like, you know what i'm saying i really think that he's more like uh what if rip hamilton played less defense and oh yeah, yeah. Get, and get that, more, i, I you know did hear one smart commentary kittles like uh like uh, a better carry kittle, a healthy carry kittle. he's really an undersized scoring guard yeah. regardless like, of the fact honestly, that he's six five thought, or not I'm like, you can even yeah. say he's mini george gervin he ain't george gervin yeah, he's yeah. Mini george but gervin. even regardless of him being six five he's so slight of frame you yeah. compare him more even to like an iverson mm-hmm. just the way that he scores it's going to be he ain't no he's like ray allen with a broke three no yeah but i i i see Jalen Green developing but I, I really like Kaminga because I think he has uh, to put it as in blunt terms I think he has a very American great game and that's impressive for growing up in Africa but to the me. thing is he's yeah. Emmanuel Moutier's cousin it's not like mm. he's never played basketball against Americans before like their family like I'm pretty sure that he's been to the States before to where it's like these are his cousins and they've influenced his game so I don't I, I don't, don't, I don't and to me Moutier's African he's from the gutter too yeah. where he at though where he at though it's <laughs> he, like it don't, it don't always work that way and, but, but he's but more talented him, yeah. Him, yeah. And, I, and I can't but to me it's the natural passing acumen that I see which is the, the tra- trait you can't teach it's yeah. a thing that you can't teach to a degree you can teach everything else I think a little bit I like Moutier more than coming out of high school than I like him uh, I liked Moutier. Moutier is a bust in my mind to yeah. me, just because I had high hopes for That's him. Same but I think, though, it, I think he's a, yeah. But he's bigger, and I think he's more. I think he's a better leaper. Well, also. to me, I, yeah. I also think that Moutier would have would have been better served if he played one year under Larry Brown at SMU. Yeah, but yeah. that was for selfish reasons. You know, go play with your brother. Let me go see some games real quick. Well, yeah, he right. yeah he's a, a so all right. So outside the big four, mm. so Kamunga so, is your guy. Yeah, Kamunga. All right, my guy is Scotty Barnes. Okay, but and he's t- like but that. but I got Scotty Barnes. Well, uh, it's tied with my most underrated player in the draft. Okay. People have been throwing a lot of shade at the homie from Duke. 
Jalen Johnson. I like Jalen Johnson. I love his game. I think he's more of a Danny Granger type. I like his game. Right. I just think that, like, I can, I think he's somewhere. It's like he might not quite be Danny Granger, but I think he's definitely better than, like, a like a Kyle Anderson, like somewhere between there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, Like, it's like – it's like Even I like – I thought Kyle Anderson would be a better player Anderson than But Kyle Anderson can't jump. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like his, his, his Twitter handle is slow-mo. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like he knows his game. Yeah, yeah. He knows what it is. But to me, I think that Jalen Johnson, he's a young kid, and everybody's treating him like he's, like, you know – like this like, terrible person that just described as part. They want to. They want to make a scapegoat out of the Duke season. Yeah, why yeah. it went wrong. Yeah, and they want to blame him instead yeah. of blaming Coach, Coach K, K yeah. for being out of touch. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Mm. But that that's just that's my opinion. Yeah. But you know that. But that's my under. That's who I think is very underrated. Jalen Johnson, and I think he's there with Scotty Barnes. I like both of them better than Kaminga. Okay, I, have I, to. I and to me, it's but just, you can see if just how somebody could like those. Players. No, no. Even yeah. the only thing I Scotty Barnes is just the jump shot. I can see it developing. Mm-hmm. To me, I see Kaminga. Kaminga's jump shot developing more than right. Scotty Barnes. That's the only reason. The only only reason. Okay. I love Scotty Barnes. You can say the same thing about Jalen Johnson. I just think that he yeah. has natural range to where you can tell by his stroke that he'll definitely become a better free throw yeah. shooter than he currently is. Yeah. But I think that like he well he was fifty forty in a limited limited games. But you know he played more games than Kyrie Irving did. <laughs> Kyrie yeah. won number one. Never you know forget Kyrie. Never, never forget. Never forget, never forget, forget. son. All right, uh, now, uh, do you have an overrated, underrated guy? Uh, I didn't break it down like that, but okay. like I said, Kaminga's my underrated right, a little guy. bit. I think he should be in the conversation for All right, to me, players. the most overrated yeah. guy, because I couldn't believe that people were actually having him go, like, top 10, mm-hmm. James Booknight from UConn. Oh, okay. I like him as a scorer. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of he's, – he's got a lot of uh, – What's uh, Spencer Dinwiddie Whittle type of game? But better athlete though. I think but, uh, he's better uh, athlete, uh, but I see that game because he. I I think he's like I think he's a little bit more of a tunnel vision Spencer Dinwiddie because okay. he got rises. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He got rises. Like to me, it's like nobody nobody wants to drop forty more than he does as far as players in this draft. Yeah. And I think that his killer instinct is why he's moving up the draft. Oh yeah. Like you know, but I call it, when I say that in quotes, that means he's a ball <laughs> hog. Yeah, he's yeah. a ball well, hog. Well, he ball. might be like an ideal scorer off the bench type yeah. guy. Yeah. But, but to I, me, it's like but yeah. once his three point shot develops a little bit more then I'll believe in book night more is that guy but to me somebody like a Keon Johnson from Tennessee mm. is somebody who I think is a, is a better athlete and a better defensive player right now than, than book night is and I think that it's him being what he's one of the youngest players in this draft I think that he, there's a lot more upside with him and especially what didn't he set a vertical record at the combine this year okay, I think he I, broke Pat Connaughton's record right. yeah. well I, I'm really more familiar with book night's game like I, I do love him but I could see him being more of a scorer off the yeah. bench than an actual to me, it's on, yeah. he's one of those guys to me it's like he's going to help a playoff team because he's going to get drafted right outside of the lottery and be an immediate contributor and, to a playoff team like, you yeah, know? and the comparison I want to make is I, I was going to say Ben Gordon not that they have the same type of game but that level of NBA star type yeah. of thing Yeah, right yeah. I think yeah. Ben Gordon was a, even a mil, more of a willing passer but I think that was more based off the fact that he knew his height limitations still he had to be Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know if Ben Gordon was 6'5 nobody would touch the ball nobody would touch it nobody would touch it but but another guy who I think is overrated, like we talked about Kaminga, that's your boy. I'm not mm. trying to beat him down. Yeah. Uh, but I said Keon Johnson, so I'm sorry. I'll jump into underrated. Underrated Jared Butler from Baylor is my guy. Yeah. Me, it's like, I just like, I, I like Mitchell and I see his intensity and the way he plays defense. But to me, Butler's smooth, man. Yeah. He's smooth. He's smooth. He's so smooth. It's like, and I wish, if, I wish he was 6'5". But you see Mitchell, you see Mitchell, why Mitchell's a better prospect? Like, yeah, the yeah. defensive, like yeah. I, the, what he brings defensively. It's yeah. like, you can, you don't even got to look at, like, don't look at the steals. Look at how he plays defense. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's like, he's disruptive. He's mm. disruptive and he's a problem. He's tenacious on, de- on defense. But I just think that Jared Butler's game is so smooth to where it's like, 
he can play off the ball and he'll be fine off okay. you know what I'm saying yeah. to me I, I, and I really like him to where it's like I think that there should be more of an argument on like who's better between him and Mitchell okay, because okay. I think that he's that good offensively and okay. he's that and I believe that he, he's more of a pure shooter than, than, than Mitchell Mitchell more I, I, Mitchell I built up more, my three point yeah, shot it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's like working on that free throw though it's yeah, like, yeah. Still, like you know but I, I just think that, like, you know, if Mitchell should be here, then so, then so should Bo. Should Bo. be right there. Bo okay. should be right there. I, I do kind of see Mitchell as a can't-miss 3-and-D point guard type of guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not necessarily a starter, but, like, he's he's uh, he's a positive impact anytime he's on, on the floor to me. He's yeah. kind of like uh, – yeah. I don't know. It's like – it's like, what if Raymond Felton really really cared more about defense than actually, like... Yeah, because that size, that athleticism. Yeah, that size, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? To where it's like, oh, I can stop you if I want to. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But, you know, and I also think Felton playing with a bunch of stars, it's like, you know, he can't shine. Like, like you know, Mitchell took Baylor to the championship. It's like North Carolina goes to win the championship every five years. Yeah. So it's not that big a deal. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, another guy I just wanted to just shine light on a little bit. Shout as far out Big as underrated 12. Guy. Yeah, shout yeah. out Big 12. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Springer. Jaden Springer, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, the other Tennessee freshman. Okay, I think I'm, he's six four guy. He kind of has like he's like a bigger Jared Bayless, okay. who I was a fan of. You know, I just think that he has that combo guard type of game, but six foot four, yeah. uh, which is not even a combo guard in the NBA anymore. It's like it's like back in the '80s. It's like Joe Dumars a two guard, and Everybody six four, you don't even gotta yeah. have point guard school. Yeah. It's like nobody cares anymore. We got a six eight guy who what, who will let do that. You guys who can shoot threes yeah. and D up on the wing. All right. all, yeah. now do you have a favorite guy who you think will who's definitely going to go outside of the top twenty? That that but you still just like it's like everybody else taking crazy pills. I don't see how this guy's a second round guy or outside of the, like you know or somebody who you mm. just feel is just super slept on outside of these uh, lottery picks that everybody's speaking of. I don't know if I can go that deep into the draft outside of the top twenty. There's, right. there's not somebody that I'm just that convinced of. All right. Well, I like Chris Dorte from mm. Oregon. I don't know if you're familiar with his game. He's mm. a three and D guy. Uh, he shot 42 percent from three last year. Okay. Uh, he's had career highs of eight steals in a game. He's had three block games at six foot six. He's twenty four. Right. Years old. He's from the Dominican, so he's a little bit older. But to me, he's one of those guys. I'm like, he's gonna be a spur. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. I'm it's just looking at that time. program. He checks too many boxes, and he, and he's too bright skinned for Pop to let him pass. So, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like it's like if you if you bright skinned and you're not from the U.S. Pop Pop is watching. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna get you. And you're he old enough where enough teams will pass yeah. on you. Yeah. It's like it's like it's almost like it's like you need to be able to speak two languages to come play for me. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So if you can't talk to the homies, the you can't play we on the team. United Nations down here. Yeah, yeah. All right, but also Luca Garza, he's a guy that nobody, you know, Luca Garza from Iowa. Yeah, yeah from Iowa. Yeah, I work with a bunch of guys who are Iowa fans. Yeah, yeah. Iowa and to me, that. I think Garza is, is slept on. To me, it's it, like I, it could be a Brad Miller type situation. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? To where this guy is overlooked as a draft prospect because he's a four year guy. Yeah. You know, but to be that big and shoot what forty percent from three, yeah, shoot yeah. the way he does, there's a place for him in the NBA. Yeah, and take Iowa. Worst program. case scenario, he'll go be great in Europe. Yeah, like, yeah. Worst case scenario, but and, there's a spot on an NBA bench for him. And to like, be able to elevate. Iowa program like that. Yeah. And to me, it's like, look, it's like Mark Gasol was real, wasn't nothing when he got drafted. You know what I'm saying? He turned into Mark Gasol was supposed to be a bust. Yeah, it's like, like, it was like a favor pick. It's like, yeah. all right, yeah, you played for Memphis. But who's that? Well, we you're, you're the fat little brother. Yeah, you're the fat little brother who yeah. Memphis didn't even, who Memphis wanted to redshirt, and he got, he took it as a slap in the face and went and played in Europe. Yeah. And then he came back slim, yeah. and the baller that we all know is Mark Gasol. Yeah. Yeah, people look that up. Look that up. Yeah. All right, Jeb, I guess that's enough uh, NBA enough draft talk. Enough oh, basketball. Yeah. 
All right, now let's. But we still gonna talk some college though. Yeah, yeah. You know, because there's big college. Over there's here. big you know, things, things happening in college. Yeah, there's all right. Things happening. This in Texas people. OU stuff was breaking during our show last week. Yeah. It was like when I got in the car, they said five minutes ago mm-hmm. this broke. So Texas OU to the SEC. They're saying uh, they're not gonna renew their media media credentials. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's July. Yeah, twenty twenty five. July first. Yeah. Based off of what uh, SEC vote that's gonna have to happen moving forward. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like the only people gonna vote against that are A&M and L. You yeah. because it's like that's their territory, yeah. you know, and they don't like that. But man, so what do you think about this, Joe? Is it just was it just a matter of time? As soon as the Longhorn Network started and Texas A&M went there, you knew it was di- yeah. Was, was it's it a matter, matter of time, time. I'm conflicted. The dissolution of the Big Twelve is, you know, it's the program, the conference I grew up watching. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah, but you know, but there are people yeah. who watch the Big Eight before that with the S. Yeah, I feel the same. same. I feel the same. Yeah, way. yeah. But yeah. I love SEC football, and now to add my favorite team to the SEC that's a good thing but yeah. it's like I'm to conflicted me it's like now I can way. still be now I can be a Texas and a TCU fan again like I've always yeah. been able to be like <laughs> oh my idea for the Big 12 just to make it all Texas oh, yeah. team all Texas conference nah, to me here's my thing yeah. I, I might what what they need to do here's what you need to do what, what they need all to right do. go get Houston go yes. get SMU yes go get Memphis yeah, yeah, and go and try and go after Louisville just because they it's like and make it the yeah the, you come, the, make it the best basketball conference in, in college basketball. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. like because those programs that like they recruit the South like I just think that. I think that it's like make yourself a basketball super conference then. Yeah, that, like, I like know, that idea. I like, like that idea because you have Baylor, you have Texas Tech. Yeah, or, yeah coming off very recent success, you, yeah, you can rebrand yourself as a yeah a basketball because Kansas ain't going nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it's like like where would Kansas go? I heard Big, Big Ten. Ten. Yeah, I heard Big Ten. Oh, that would work. <laughs> that would work. Okay. Then my okay, that's your idea. Yeah. My idea. All oh, Tep is coming. No, get Tech to Houston, SMU. Get even UT, UTEP. UT oh. San Antonio, Conference Texas, Conference Texas. And, and you're, it's like a way to re- rebrand yourself to make yourself marketable for the television markets. You know what I'm saying? You could sell Conference yeah, Texas. But, that, to but that's one of the biggest things why there's been so much movement with all these uh, conference changes because they want different territories so they can have more people across the country watching their team watching their teams you know mm. what i'm saying so i don't think that i think that would turn us into turn into a mid-major if you went that route and that there's less but i think that. The, the, and i, think that, and I just yeah. think that if you go to make yourself the best basketball conference outside the acc then you don't lose any tv contracts yeah. like you know it's like and you've also like spread into kentucky now you know to where you get louisville memphis is basketball country but those are those are good football teams no and yeah it's a really like, good idea I, too i just but, think that it would like to become the second so what because what were we ranked as far as a football conference it's like if ut or texas is good then they can get in but nobody else yeah that's what that's what it was so it's well, like, the whole it's an illusion anyway. Whoa, it's an illusion anyway like to me my whole thing is like i, I destroy conferences what and, no and, and what we're watching play, play. is the unraveling the an institution was there was bullshit to begin with that's what yeah. we're watching yeah. is that it can no longer say stuff it was built on lies and it's unraveling just because but, it was bullshit in the first place yeah, yeah. fat pigs get slaughtered man yeah, you know, sounds, like, yeah and you know the bigger y'all try and get and like you know it's like and this whole thing that's happening right now it almost seems like pandora's box is busting open like you know yeah, yeah. And to me, it's like with, where you got Bryce Young about to be a millionaire before he plays. Yeah, plays starts a one game. game. It's starts like you one heard game. about Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers, yeah. You heard about this? Oh, shit. This it's like too much money to be getting. Too much money, too man. Much, it's like, he's like, ooh, I heard. say, go get so, that so money, anybody, man. People yeah. haven't heard. Quinn Ewers, uh, he was the runner-up state champion last year. He lost to uh, Austin Westlake. And Cade Club. Like, yeah, yeah. He, lost, like, he lost. And so he, I guess he's just sick of losing to Austin yeah, Westlake. Yeah, he's been running up. He's like, the runner-up a lot lately. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because everybody thinks I'm better, so let me just go ahead and leave on that note. Yeah, you know and go start taking classes i'm like now 
if you have the acad- like, what's he gonna do? Like, uh, test out? Because it's like, because are you a year ahead to graduate like that? Yeah, you it's like because like are you just gonna have to go like like credit Some, by exam type stuff? You know what I'm saying? Where you're just gonna have to test, bu- 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 take all these tests, and then you're gonna graduate. Because yeah. to me, it's like that's the only way I can see him doing it in such short. Because a full year early, yeah, it's a full yeah, year unless you've been prepping for. Yeah, well, no, he's like, probably been prepping, prepping to go semester. semester yeah, early, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But now he's yeah. gonna. Maybe he's been in summer school this whole time. Who knows? I know. No, he's been at Elite Eleven, and maybe they've been—I <laughs> don't know. I don't know. Well, to me, yeah. if there's money out there to go get, go get it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like he's losing his eligibility to do this. And, but even but, as high school kids, they can still. But the thing is, in the state of Texas, you cannot make money as uh. a as a high school athlete, and that's why he wants to leave. Okay, yeah, because like, yeah. he can't you he can't like uh, nobody no athlete in the state of Texas can uh, has uh, nil still like mm-hmm. it's not it's not a thing. So that's why he's like, well, if I can't profit, let me go get a head start on it. Yeah, yeah. why not get your money? I think yeah. Like, I think I it's like, because the Supreme Court ruling is new because I know that that really trumps everything. Even that state law, if they wanted to challenge it, they could challenge it. But that, I digress. I digress. But so, to me, it's yeah. like how, how long would he be tied up in paperwork? You yeah, know, he, no, no, he won't get taken take advantage yeah, of it. The next man, of, the next like, man nah, will get to take advantage of it. That, yeah, yeah. Get your money, Quinn. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we already know that that quarterback from Austin Westlake is better than you. Like, <laughs> yeah. so you might as well go reclassify. I like. We all know it's going to happen. You're just going to lose again. Yeah, but what's his name? JT Daniel, didn't he do the same thing pretty much? Didn't he end up. Oh, yeah, he did. At the last minute, yeah, 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 exactly. At the last so, minute, yeah. also, yeah. So, so you it know, can't be and, done. You know, now, so it's like JT cool. Daniels with that money, Strange. with that yeah. money though. But was JT Daniels afraid of Bryce Young? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Is that why he left? No. Well, anyways, all right. NFL, Joe. What's up? What's NFL. Up? Yes, NFL. Aaron Rodgers. Bread and butter. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. He's back, y'all. The bad man. A-Rod. He's finally back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's rocking his uh, very tan versus chili shirt. Yeah, very you know tan looking. Yes. You know, it's like he, he seems well rested. He yeah. seems well rested. Well rested. Now, uh, what is the deal with Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Now, do you think that this is just? <laughs> now, do you think that this is just? Yeah. He's just he's punking them because he feels like they punked him. Oh well, yeah. to me, well, what, one show, thing are they showing him who's really who really runs stuff? One one thing tells the whole a lot. It adds a lot to the Randall story. Cobb the Randall Cobb thing adds a lot. It's like it's not just about this. It's not just about you drafting Jordan Love. It's you letting Randall Cobb go. It's you letting Jordan Nelson go. And you drafting uh, Jordan Love and not telling me beforehand, yeah. not giving me any forewarning before yeah. you do these things yeah. you can't just jerk me around as a quarterback these are my receivers yeah. that I work and with the thing is like yeah. y'all and to me I'm just more mad I'm mad because Jordan Love ain't no first round pick yeah. like, it's like he was based off he would have been there in the second round on his sophomore film yeah but you know what I'm saying yeah. it's like Omar Jacobs didn't go in the first round we couldn't just go off his sophomore film and just call it a day. another Omar Jacob reference from <laughs> that's Jordan right Amati. the great Omar Jacobs the great, sneaking in the great every show. if you right. haven't noticed every single show shout out to Omar, Omar Jacobs you know it's Omar Jacobs versus Dwayne Haskins they I see what you did. I see what you did. All right, Joe. Now, do you think Rodgers is trying, like, now they offered him all this money, yeah. and it seems like they're negotiating something. Do you think he's trying to negotiate an opt-out to where he can just bounce after this year? He's like, here, you draft your quarterback, he can start next year. Yeah, I, I think isn't that the conclusion they, that's what I think they came to? to. I, think, I think that's why Devontae Adams' contract talks broke off. Yeah, you know, yeah. But, I, but I think that I heard, I heard Randall Cobb, yeah. like, it's like they were in – you know, pursuing Randall Cobb, you know, and then you see Rodgers show up. And yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, if you show up today, it's like, we'll get this done. This is their last dance season. This is their let's go ahead and do it. Uh, make one more run at the Super Bowl and then go our separate ways type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like I said, I, I'm a Aaron Rodgers fan. So to me, if you're hating on Aaron Rodgers, you're not empathizing with them. They'd be letting his receivers go without telling them. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, it'd be nice to see him because he actually has not one but two good slot receivers now with Amari Rodgers. Yeah, Amari Rodgers, that's my boy. boy. You know, yeah. and, you know, and uh, Cobb can show him. It's like, yeah, man, it's show like, these young it's 
a lot better if you under 200. You know what I'm saying? I've tried the plus 200 thing. It don't work. It don't yeah, work. Yeah. It don't work. He'll it's show like him. Hip him, him to the game. Yeah, He'll show know, him what's like, up. Hey, He'll show him what's up. It happens. It happens. Mm. All right, now, another quarterback. Yeah. You know, uh, a little thing going down in Houston. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. At the first day of training camp. Yeah. Practicing. As uh, suspected. Last, te- last team reps. Last team reps. He's, he's like so. He's the he's the fourth string quarterback right now. In Houston, yeah, it seems like. So, uh, do you think that there's any chance this man is on the field week one? Uh, I think now I've heard they might be considering doing a trade with somebody. Open the trade. Uh, I'm him. not saying for oh, the Texans. I'm just yeah. saying for anybody. Yeah. Well, what? So you think the NFL sanctions are going to come down? I just uh, think that anybody's just going to be afraid to start him and just get the you know. Now me, if I was GM, I start him. Bring him in. Yeah, start. Him. T- what he did? I mean, the man do anything I'm wrong? I don't know I, who I'm taking for yet. You know? I, guess, yeah, I guess it's a sensitive subject. Like, isn't? Have we come to conclusions about what, right, what happened? What I'll say. All, all yeah. I'm saying is like. When the man gets convicted of a criminal charge, then we, yeah. we let's talk. Oh. That, but that's how I feel. But the court of public opinion is real, yeah, yeah, mad real, son. And and we live in a different world, like you know. And to yeah. me, it's like I think that he's shady. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I, but, the, the, but the, the, he, I don't. Listen, <laughs> Bill Cosby's a monster. Yes. He is no Bill Cosby. That's all I was saying. All right, I like that. Deshaun Watson, no Bill Cosby. <laughs> no, Bill Cosby. <laughs> no Bill Cosby. He ain't even got no, no jokes no, or yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. No jokes or nothing. All right. All right, let's go ahead and keep it moving a little bit, Joe. We got a few other things we want to get into. Uh, now, I don't know if you peeped this. Uh, now, these position battles, training camp, everybody's at camp now. You know, yeah, everything yeah. started, everybody there but them rookie quarterbacks, it seems like, but everybody's out there uh, doing their thing. Now, there's a bunch of different position battles going on that yeah. I'm intrigued with mm. that have fantasy football implications. Yeah. Now, is there any AFC battle that you are particularly watching closer than any other? Nah, uh, as, as far as intriguing, like the, the offense battles could really intrigue me. The Broncos one intrigues me a little bit. Uh, is it a foregone conclusion Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be that starter game one? I don't think you so. You don't think so? No. Then it's in, then it's intriguing because okay. yeah, that's, I was thinking, but is, is everybody else thinking? I think it's no, no, not even that. Not even that. I think Bridgewater is a good quarterback. Because hey, why would you bring him in? If you Bridgewater and Cam Newton are the two starting black quarterbacks who I never was a fan of because they're coming in into the, the NFL. Yeah, and like, I, 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 I passively root for them. I, I kind of have to root for them because that's my nature. But I don't like them. I don't really think they're that good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but uh, I think he's going with because of cloud because he has more skins on the wall. Yeah, but I guess. to me it's like what yeah. is it, isn't Lock going into year three? And yeah. I think that he has en- enough starts on his belt. I want to see if he turns the corner. And I like Lock, and yeah. I think a guy with that much like well, both of them got like baby hands anyway. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, but Lock got that cannon though. You know, yeah. Lock got that cannon. I, I, Lock, I, yeah, you know, if, if Lock didn't have his senior year, I'd be all about Lock right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, so it's like yeah, let them in. Now, but okay, your senior year. Now, is this a good move to bring Bridgewater in if you're? goal is to develop lock further yeah to me my goal is to win games yeah, and, okay, and i want to start the best quarterback because i feel like i have a good enough defense to where we're gonna we we can like yeah it's like i know that we're not the chiefs yeah but we can beat anybody else and also team. a healthy von miller yeah. outside with bradley, bradley chubb, chubb that could know, be what that, they did to their secondary this offseason i yeah. just think that that's a very strong secondary mm. uh they have a very underrated front line i just think that they 
they can do some things. And I think with, with the secondary like that and the people that can get to the quarterback like Chubb and Miller, I yeah. think they'll be a problem defensively to where it's like it's really going to be about their running backs. Like, oh, yeah, know, yeah. Like, and, and, but, I, and they have, you know, they have that little combination going. And, and they drafted Javante Javante Williams, Williams and, you know, they have Melvin Gordon there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and Royce Freeman is still on that roster. Yes, so. he is. And, you know, it's like I'll, I'll that third Royce. running back. I always, I always yeah. root for Royce. Always Change it to, can you right. wear number three? Can you, they can, now they can wear single digits? Yeah, he's like, don't nobody buy your jersey. That's Yeah. <laughs> now, all right. Now, uh, what I'm interested in as far as offensive th- uh, battles that are going on, it's definitely going to be Cam yeah. and, and Mac Jones, just because that has like backup quarterback implications in my fantasy football. League, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm okay. saying? Whoever starts might get, will, will probably get drafted by me because if Mac Jones is good enough to beat out Cam Newton, then he's good enough for me to draft him as my backup quarterback in fantasy football. Okay. Hey. hey, and and I see it intriguing. Like I said, I guess in my mind it's a foregone conclusion that Cam is going to start. I could easily see them if the team. I I only envision Mac Jones starting if the team starts playing bad. That's the scenario. Yeah. I have it's, never. He, he can't beat him going into Cam. I've never seen Cam Newton not be a guy who elevates the way his team plays. You know what I'm saying? Even last year with the Patriots. Pre-COVID, yeah. Yeah, he was their best option at quarterback. Even if they threw the other guys in, they didn't play as well. well. I'm like, and so I have to attribute a lot to the collection of talent that was actually on the field. Like I said, I don't love Cam, but he's not a guy who's a detriment. He elevates the team. So put good players around him. I think he elevates the team. All right. Now, as far as these defensive battles go, Mm. I really like Cleveland just because they have some linebackers that I'm – that I'm, I love uh, the way they've drafted their yeah. linebackers. They go for those athletic high uh, high ceiling guys. Yeah, yeah you yeah, know they yeah. got uh, uh, Awusu Amar J O A. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They got him over there. They got Mac Wilson. Mac who, Wilson. Sioni Taki Taki. Yeah, and Taki Taki's my boy. Yeah. And it's like, and to me, it's like I want to see those three guys out there starting. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, but they they're gonna have a four man rotation. But Taki Taki is definitely gonna be their nickelback. And I think, and he's gonna, and Jeremiah Awusu is gonna be their missile. Yeah, all over the place. It's like just wherever he needs to be, he'll be there. You know, to where it's like it's, it's like, but I just like both of them in coverage. Mm. Well, I just well, I like I like the athleticism of Wilson. Well, I haven't really seen how great he can be in coverage, but I just have seen his. his yeah, well, you see the like, movement the way skills. He closes you see on the, the ball. The way he closes yeah, on, yeah. on the ball. So, yeah. and I, I just want to, and and I'm interested because if he starts, then that's an IDP guy that I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's like, like ideal for that role, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know, because for y'all who don't play a lot of IDP football, if you are just now getting into that stuff this year, you know. You need to draft linebackers and strong and safeties. You know what I'm saying? Linebackers, safeties. Yeah. Sacks don't mean that much. And it's like, and these guys usually have sacks in bunches. They'll have three sack ga- games, and they won't have sacks for but two. But linebackers and so safeties like, yeah. have consistent tackle safety. production. Like especially middle linebackers yeah, yeah. and strong safeties. So mm. just a little note. Write that down. Yeah. And uh, just a little help. But don't ask me for advice. That's <laughs> all you get. That is all you get. Just a little game. Yeah. Every now and then. All right, Joe. Now, now about this NFC. Yeah. Is there any uh, particular uh, – Situation that you're intrigued with over well, here. Uh, me being a hometown guy, the Cowboys linebacker situation stands out to me. That's really the only defensive battle in the league that intrigues me, kind yeah. of. Well, and the Cowboys secondary also. Yeah. And then yeah. a little bit the defensive yeah. second. Yeah, shout out to uh, yeah. they got my boy Hunter or Hooker. I'm sorry, they got Malik. Oh Hunter yeah, yeah. Let's out. see. So yeah. To me, hope it's like, the best. to me, it's like I want Casey in that nickel. Yeah, yeah. And I want Hooker. Huck, Hooker in the high, yeah, the high, the high, the high, high single center field safety, mm. you know, and I want Donovan Wilson to be wherever he is making plays because yeah. to me he can hit, he can cover, and it's just I just want Donovan Wilson starting and them and y'all battle it out. Yeah, because yeah. I think Donovan Wilson has earned that. 
Even yeah, though, even though it wasn't under Dan Quinn, we've seen enough to where it's like it's time for him. Yeah, to he put a lot of good stuff on tape yeah. last year. Yeah, he, he right should on. be coming into yeah. this training camp as a starter. But that linebacker situation safety. is yeah. something that I'm looking at because for everybody, be, don't be don't be listening to all these people who've never played football who talk about what Jalen Smith's PFF ranking is. Yeah, because guess what? If you pay attention to this PFF ranking, then you're going to miss out on drafting Jalen Smith as a deep uh, as a defensive player in your fantasy football league, and you're going to be sad because it's like everybody says he sucks, but why is he like the Fifth highest rated linebacker, and it's like yeah, even me he like gets tackles. It's like it's like you yeah. can't tell. It's like Jalen Smith gets too many tackles for people to say he's that bad at football. Even me, like to me, let us be the draft experts. We've never said a bad thing about Jalen Smith. Uh, on to me, it's not, like it's about just, everybody it, yeah. wants to be right about the drop foot thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Everybody wants to be right yeah, about exactly. him. About we shouldn't have drafted him. We should have went. Like, uh, like to me, there's no basis in that attributing his uh, the, the drop in play to the drop foot. That's bullshit to yeah, me. That's yeah. that's BS yeah. to me. We know if that they we want to be we, right, man. Yeah, they just want to be right. So to me, I've never bought into I that. I can just be right, like so me, I can, all the time. I, yeah. <laughs> I can see him having a bounce back season. You know what I'm saying? I can see him bounce being, back. He was like top five in the league in tackles in people's in people's minds. Yeah, in people's yeah, minds. Yeah, yeah. But you know, here's the thing though: when you play linebacker, who who do we have up front protecting him? Yeah. He's making plays by himself. You know what I'm saying? It's like the defensive line are supposed to they're supposed to make it easy on the linebackers. That's the whole How job. easy if they made it on the linebackers if Sean Lee's always hurt. And and uh, if all our linebackers are always yeah, hurt, guess what? The guys hurt. up front ain't, ain't doing, doing what they're supposed job. to be doing. Yeah, yeah. They ain't supposed to get touched. They ain't supposed to get touched. Yep, like Don Terry Poe the yeah. beginning of the last season. Yeah, nah, man. Mm. Miss me with that. But he never really had it in him. You know, yeah. he had the size. Ooh, yeah. Had, it's like, you know, he had, had that speed. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but to me it's like he 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 was never a moves guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was just big, strong, and fast. But it's like, but you can you can win off that for a year or two. But eventually, you're gonna have to have some tech. Yeah, he has some good seasons. He has yeah. some really good seasons. Yeah, like, that's a guy that, that, big yeah. and that explosive. You you can be unstoppable in the NFL. You can be. Like, like I said for, that first. I think that's a guy that neither you or I really liked to him coming out of college no, at all. No, and you see the what trajectory of career it kind of showed that there was something there missing. Was something, yeah. Kudos to him because he did uh, achieve more than I. Thought he would. Well, here's yeah, the thing, yeah. though. At 340, if you yeah. run a 50 something, I bet you're gonna be good at football. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Just to me, it's like be a, you'd still be playing guard right now. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. Still be playing guard. Still be no. balling. You know what I'm saying? It's like those guys don't want to yeah. listen. They don't want to. He'll make it some. It's like those, those people. Whenever, tell remember whenever Jason guard. Peters went undrafted? I'm like, I don't care what position you gonna play, man. He weighed 335 and, and ran a 4.9. Yeah, it's yeah. like draft him and figure it out. Yeah. All right, but and potential. We can't. We can't be in all these war rooms with everybody. though. You know what I'm saying? I just, just got to subscribe to the podcast. That'd yeah, be good. Yeah. You know, they'd be all right if they just listened to us a little bit. Mm. Just a little bit. All right, do you got an offensive situation you're uh, concerned with as far as the NFC goes moving forward? I think there's a lot of good ones in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago Bears with Justin Fields. Is he going to start from game one or is it going to hey, be? Hey, Matt Nagy's starting to change his tone a little bit. So oh, he's yeah, like, he's like, I've seen him play now. I've, yeah. seen, I've seen too much of him. I've yeah. seen too much yeah. now. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can see it's that like he starts smiling when you say his name. It's like, yeah. but also to me, the biggest fantasy implications implications that San Francisco 49ers running, running back, back job. Up, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. to me, it's like I love, I love Raheem uh, Mostert. Mostert. Yeah, cut the Mostert. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Mm. But I love Mostert on my hot dog. <laughs> No. All right. Anyway, nah. so uh, Trey Sermon. Trey <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sermon. He, I predict him to be a big touchdown vulture this season. Yeah. But. Uh, if Mostert, if he gets hurt, man, like Trey Sermon can just keep that job, and it's like, all right, yeah. you change the pace. Thank you. Thank you for your service. 
Yeah, and like a you, the guy you drafted that position, if he starts playing well, you'll let him be your future back yeah. for a while type of guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see him. That's the thing. It, the intriguing thing is where am I drafting a Trey Sermon? That's what everyone yeah, wants to know. That, where can I draft Trey right. Sermon at? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, and I think that I know I, I, we missed it with the AFC, but the Jets, I think they kind of have a similar situation because it's like mm. who's going to be the guy? Is it going to be Carter? But he's a little bit smaller than who you would like. Yeah. Uh, what? I want to say they also have uh, LaMichael P. Ryan, who's definitely like the only huge back they have on that roster. So he's going to steal all the touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, they got Tevin Coleman, who everybody's going to draft, but then everybody will be like, why did I draft him? He got hurt. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, it's no. like he got hurt. Yeah. And then, you know, and my guy, who I like, really like, but I don't think he'll ever get an opportunity, Ty Johnson. Yeah. Like, you know, I think he's definitely oh, the odd man out. He'll make the roster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But to me, it's going to take two guys getting hurt for him to get get on the field. Get his fair. He has the yeah. least fanfare, you think? Yeah, yeah I think so. Coming in. Yeah. I can see They'll that. Be hating on the Maryland backs, dog. Mm. All right. But, yeah, all the stuff, the Washington quarterback situation, is that intriguing to you? Is Do you think it's a competition still? I, I hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. And here's the thing. I just think that the rest of the world doesn't think it is. Yeah. You know, because it's like everybody's forgotten what Taylor Heineke did in the playoffs. Like, yeah. you know, it's like – they they played a great game against the Super Bowl champs. That was the best uh, yeah. quarterbacking outing of any uh, football team uh, QB all last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. to me, it's like, and he's deserved that opportunity. Like, and we've talked before, his his experience in the NFL is all tied in with playing with Scott Turner. Yeah, yeah. you know, he's like Scott Turner's little his little puppet. You know what I'm saying? That's his guy. To me, it's like as smart as Fitzpatrick is. Do you really think that he already knows a playbook more than? More than yeah, uh, who's been than, in than it, Heineke, yeah. who's been there since what? Since Carolina with Minnesota, like I think he's followed him around everywhere. Yeah, like so, I just think that he has an inside track. He has, a, yeah. he should have an inside track, and people should be talking about this more as, as a as, and as he, a competition than they are, and probably more arm talent than Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah, so. Hey man, the man well, was great, the, great at yeah. Old Dominion. You know, mm-hmm. I think what didn't they go from one double A to Division One? Yeah, I think he, he won the Walter Payton as a freshman, and but he's six one, so nobody cared. Yeah. It's not like Trey Lance or anything. Yeah. When when you but do it at 6'4 and 6'5, yeah. yeah. it's different. And at North Dakota State, yeah. it's different. But, uh, yeah, I would I would like to see him get a fair shake. But mm. I, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll Court see. of public opinion, I think like Fitzpatrick's yeah, I, already the star. I think Fitzpatrick was quoted as saying, like, this is the most he's felt like it's oh, his yeah, team yeah. ever. Like, so like, he's uh, like, no, this is not a competition. Yeah. yeah like, I, I walk in the locker room, I'm the man. I'm the man. Don't get too comfortable, dog. Yeah. It's like, well, you – You'll yeah. go crazy. You'll you'll have that four or five interception game, and yeah, Heineke, and Heineke will play. Heineke, Heineke will, play. will play. Yeah, it's yeah. like Heineke will either start, and Fitzpatrick will come save the day, or because Fitzpatrick that, will come <laughs> out here being like Fitz Boo Boo. Like and that I, defense is good enough where one game you can be the problem. You might yeah. be the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right on. Yeah, he's like I've always said, like. He's like, what if Kirk Cousins threw a whole bunch of picks? Wow, what a descriptive. Wow, yeah. descriptive. Whole bunch of picks. Whole bunch of picks. Whole, whole bunch, bunch of, of picks. picks. Yeah. Whole game. Like, it's like with no regard for cornerbacks, safeties, <laughs> linebackers. It's That's like, dumb, I went to Harvard. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit more about some fantasy, some, some, some guys on that pup list. Yeah, yeah. So we got Saquon already on that pup list to begin mm-hmm. training camp. They're saying Michael Thomas is expected to miss at least the first month of the NFL season mm-hmm, now as far mm-hmm. as fantasy value goes joe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who does this change where you're drafting these guys Do these guys drop to the second round off that or you gotta we need to get more news about it before you make that type well, of okay decision. so if you think about michael thomas now this is post drew Brees. michael thomas are, do you, are you putting that much stock that early, are you investing that much draft capital that early seeing michael thomas in the offense without drew Brees? james wilson threw like 30 something touchdowns but for a whole right? season so I'm, I'm, yeah. like, I'm not worried like, to me it's like I, i'm not worried about michael thomas's production of james winston's the quarterback. I'm worried about if Taysom Hill's a quarterback. Mm. You know, because to me, it's like 
Jameis can do what Drew Brees does offensively, just with more touchdowns. Like, I mean, with, 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 he might have more touchdowns than he did, but he's definitely gonna have more picks. And uh, you know, but to me, he's gonna take note, more chances. Not until 2018 did Drew Brees stop throwing a lot of t- interceptions. 2018 is first year. Word, yeah. word, yeah, you know. Yeah, but I just think that if because. Chris Godwin had his best season with Jameis. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mike Evans has been broke a out, baller yeah, broke out with the James. whole time yeah, with Jameis. Yeah, yeah. So, to me, Jameis He can has get no the rock to his guys. He can like, get you know, the rock like, to his OJ guys. O.J. Howard was a pretty good tight end with Jameis. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what, Bray was a good tight end with Jameis. Yeah. So, to me, it's like, I'm not, like, you know, if I have a friend that had a fantasy league where interceptions don't count, what a wonderful <laughs> world that would be. Yeah. Like, you know, James, where Jameis Winston's yeah, like the top he, I saw he, back to the NFL. Yeah, he's like, one of yeah. <laughs> Number one fantasy quarterback, Jameis Winston. Yeah, yeah. So, Jameis is a black quarterback I am a fan of, and I root <laughs> success for it. Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton, I don't you care. you eat some W's with him. I <laughs> yeah. share. Well, it's just, yeah. Nah. yeah I, I would love to see him reach his full potential. Yeah. Well, because we've seen him since high school. We saw him at the Elite 11. We saw what Trent Dilfer had to say about him. He was a prodigy. He was he a prodigy. Was a prodigy but yeah. he, was also, he was also goofy as hell from yeah, day one. Yeah. And it's like, and Trent Dilford said, if he can use that energy and yeah. channel that energy to lead, then this guy can be one of the greatest. And maybe he's just a ever. guy where he he's a goofy personality, so his teammates like him. It's just not leadership qualities. Yeah. Maybe as he matures now, now that he's... To me, when it gets real to where it's like... It hey, got real, ships, yeah. Man. yeah. Like, you know, because to me, it's like he's still... You know, clowns can't lead the huddle, Joe. Yeah, I'm like, so well, like, he mature he out of that. Out, like, That's to me, thing. it's like this ain't Johnny Manziel. This guy, this guy, six foot five with great arm talent. So it's oh, like, Manziel was six four. He wouldn't have got cut nah. by the Browns. I say that every day. Nah, if Manziel, if was, Manziel six, was more accurate, he wouldn't have got cut by the Browns. If he was six four with that same type of athleticism at that height, then he was he, he wouldn't have got cut at that point in time. <laughs> Not that point in time, he would have got it would have got up cut eventually. It would got cut. He would have made it through that contract. Yeah, he nobody would have signed him. Yeah, because to me, if you're bad in every other league that's worse than the NFL, then you're not that good at football yeah I, it's like you were good at college football but there are a lot of guys that don't make that transition to cfl and whatever just for whatever reason maybe it's just because i need everybody to know how i'm balling I, I can't I'm, i can't motivate myself to be good at football i need everybody yeah. I need and I, I and i, I don't, don't know man. how johnny manzo's work ethic is but i, I think just think of him as a guy who's just really naturally talented in a fairly small town was the best athlete without ever trying Probably doesn't really know what hard work is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Goes to the gym for like 20 minutes. That's hard work, I got right? This, I got Was this, that good? 20 minutes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, but last one in, first one out. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That ain't going to work. That ain't going to cut. I went. Yeah. I went. But, yeah. But I, I think with, but if Jameis is the quarterback, no fall off of Michael Thomas. But the one month is going to. Gonna affect me, and it's really just gonna see how Saquon is moving towards the season, how long he's gonna be on the pup. Because I know they have an extended pup list and a short one, so we'll see. We'll see. Well, and, and normally I would say running back because they're more valuable than receivers, but Michael Thomas at his peak is as valuable, valuable as, as a running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now let's go ahead and jump to the last. Uh, uh, let's jump to uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah. All right, so Aaron Donald, you heard 99 club again for mm-hmm. the fifth time in a row. Yeah. It's his unprecedented territory, mm-hmm. right? Now, is this a. Do you think that Aaron Donald is the GOAT as far as defensive tackles go? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, okay, so I guess you sacks were never answer. sacks were never the standard that we measured defensive tackles by traditionally, right? But what if they were? Right? <laughs> so, like, best pass rushing DT without a doubt, but is that everything that constitutes being a great defensive is he tackle? Up? Oh, the, oh, John Randall. John Randall. John Randall. He, got a, he the only DT with the hundred sacks. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one. And so Warren he, Sapp is it like was it like ninety six or ninety seven sacks? Yeah. To me, they're one and two to me mm. because the way they throw the football now in the NFL, you have more opportunities to get sacks. Mm. And I just think that those guys, what they did, they were just so dominant. And and you know, John Randall did 
what Aaron Donald did before Aaron Ronald, Aaron Donald did. Yeah, yeah. You know, John Randall is the reason why people thought it was possible that Aaron Donald could be the player he is right now. Yeah. Like, you know, to be, what, barely six feet tall, like, uh, never 300 pounds in your yeah. life, you know, and just come out there because you're stronger and faster and you want it more than everybody else. And I haven't checked, the, I haven't compared the stats in a while, but I know a couple years back I was looking at their stats, John Randall and Aaron Donald side by side, and he was basically on pace with Randall. Yeah. It's not like he was yeah. a superior player than John Randall yeah. at his peak. And, yeah. and, and my whole thing is just saying it's just, just the way the game has changed. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. John Randall's numbers yeah. is like this. If they throw the football like they do right now, yeah, yeah. And every, it's like, it's like this man 25 like, sack seasons like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like he'd be having 20 sack seasons he'd mm. have 20 sack seasons and i think that even warren sapp would have he'd definitely be over that hundred you know and yeah. to where I, and i think that warren sapp with his size it's i just think that he could do more than aaron donald could mm. you know but uh, and if he lost weight he'd be more athletic than aaron donald but he didn't he's a big boy yeah. he's a big boy so yeah but, but i want to say even coming into the league warren sapp wasn't that big he just kind of he just ended he up. He got a little more points. rotund yeah. as he came. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not comfortable calling him the best DT at all time. No, but like, if he's you in say the conversation, yeah, but if you say pass rushing DT, I'm more inclined. But we do take into account errors, yeah. uh, I guess. But if you say pass rushing DT, it doesn't offend me. When you say DT, it just viscerally offends me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, me, I'm like Reggie White could have been a DT. Yeah, I'm like, you know yeah. what I'm Reggie White be a DT right now. <laughs> like, said, uh, Reggie White be the greatest. He probably be, yeah, because you like, want that pass rush because he is. Because in 2021, you want that pass rush from the middle. So Reggie White would probably be a defensive tackle. And probably with the exact same sack numbers because yeah. he's that dominant. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Joe, I think that's about that. That's that time? That's that time? That's that time, dog. Oh, man. Well, thank you, everybody who tuned in. We always appreciate your patronage. Uh, tune in next week. Same giraffe, chap, giraffe <laughs> channel. I'm Joe. This is Jordan. And we are out of here. Peace, peace, peace. Yeah. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. <laughs> Job. You can catch our show, The Giraffe Experts, every Wednesday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. On our show, you'll be able to hear about sports and entertainment. It's a sports show, but you can't really just call it that. So log on every Wednesday. We'll be in Studio H. Hey, come check us out. I promise it's